preservation of one Nissan's cane knowledge. Man, look here. Let me tell you something. I don't know about y'all, but I'm just saying between these gas prices and the rise of everything else. Oh my God. That's all I got to say. Let me tell you something. I went to the grocery store the other day and I got a couple items, right? Just a couple. I had got what? Oh, maybe seven items, maybe. And my total was like, uh, what was it, like $65 or some change, right? Okay. So, tonight, I'm at home cooking, right? I ain't bought no seasonings now. <laughs> this stuff is expensive. I ain't bought no seasonings. And my seat, I got uh, a cabinet. I got it in my cabinet, right? It's three shelves, right? Every last one of them fill up with seasonings, right? Plus other cabinets fill up with seasonings, right? I'm the type of person. I personally am not into uh, salty food, but what I am into is flavor. So like a lot of times I season our meats or our food and I don't always add salt to it, but sometimes I do, of course. But, uh, and so it's like, it's a lot of herbs. It's a lot of smoked paprika. It's a lot of, you know, different seasonings. It's a lot of doggone uh, leaves. You know what I'm saying? It's, you know, what is it? Uh, that is so much seasonings okay all kind of stuff and so it's like whenever i'm seasoning meat i make sure i throw everything at it a little bit of this limited that limited this limited that you know what i'm saying a little bit of extra okay come on around here around the corner on the right side and add that to it too right Man, let me tell you something that seasoning cabinet right now it ain't it, it, hey it's looking a little low that's all i got to see about that though okay between buying the meats and buying the seasoning man i think they're a little serious <laughs> I'm using seasonings I ain't used in about a, in months, in about a month or two, which is a good thing because at least it won't go bad on me, right? Man, let me tell you something. When I go to the store, I got to go buy some seasonings. But man, when I tell you, and uh, I know I'll be going to the store soon, I might end up just going to the store tomorrow. Anyway, man, look, when I tell you how to use some old throwback seasonings, I know I'd have had that seasoning up in there probably about three months. Man, when I tell you I'm using that, okay, and everything else up in there. <laughs> With this whole stretch of the book, you know what I'm saying? And then with these gas prices now, before the gas rise, it already was taking me, what, $60, $65 to uh, fill up. So that means what you add an extra, how much to it, which means that it's more money, right? So which means that I had to stretch my dog on, I had to stretch my money, but man, maybe, I mean, maybe it's a good thing. I don't know if y'all reaching back at them old seasonings that y'all got that been sitting up in there two or three months, like I did. Either way, I dog on, put it on my dog on food and made it work, got dog on. It was good, too. <laughs> I don't know if y'all, uh, if y'all had to go back in y'all seasoning cabinet, but, uh, hit me up at preservationofwhatatoutlook.com and tell me your stories as well, okay? I want to hear about it. Let's get into this news. And don't forget to go pick up a copy of A Conversation with Alexandria August as well. Jesse Smollett sent it to 150 days in jail for the fake attack. See, that's the madness right there. You see what I'm talking about? I mean, this is me personally. I ain't, I ain't got no heaven or hell to throw nobody in. So I'm really trying not to judge the situation. But I feel like when people get to telling tales about stuff like that, it makes it hard to actually believe the people that it actually happens to 
which is really not fair. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like it's hard for them to get justice sometimes because the system has been lied to so much. That's crazy. Either way, my prayers go out to all the family. If you know any Justin Smollett, Smollett's in your life, Smollett's in your life, yeah, go on here and run from the people. Hey, look here. Check this out. The Salvation Army, they said that they are guilty of paying people a dollar to work. Okay, let me tell you the conditions of the work. Right? A lot of people that works there, they are either, uh, allegedly, they are either uh, have a problems with addiction or homeless or either court order to um, complete the program. Everyone in the program is required to work 40 hours a week for the Salvation Army and is barred from working anywhere else. A lawsuit was filed against them, right? The suit claimed that participants who miss work shifts had to make up the time and those who can't work at least 40 hours a week, even if it's because they are injured on a job, are expelled from the program according to the complaint. To the, um to the complaints, right? Those requirements effectively mean the program participants are working, are workers. The, pla the plaintiff's lawyer contend, but they're paid, but they're paid no more than $25 a week. Dorm like sleeping arrangements and food and clothing from the Salvation Army do donations fall short of the federal minimum wage overtime laws. So look, these people can make no more than $25 a week and they got to work 40 hours a week. Regardless of the situation, they got to work 40 hours a week. And they can't go get no job nowhere else. Man, this is some straight up madness right here. This, oh my God, this is terrible. Michael Clancy a plaintiff in the Illinois suit spent six months in a Salvation Army Recovery Center in Chicago from 2021 to 2020, the suit claims. While he was there, he often worked 40 hours a week or more, sorting and hanging clothing, loading and unloading donations into the truck, answering the phones, and working as a security guard at the facility. He was never paid no more than $21 a week. Even while he worked side by side with other employees who made minimum wage, which is seven twenty five, according to the law, according to him, man, look, let me tell you something. A lot of these programs and a lot of these charities, that's why a lot of people are scared to give to them, and it's just not Chicago as well as New York, Charlotte. It's all the Salvation Armies. A lot of people are scared to work for those companies. I mean, a lot of people are scared to donate to charities because one, the money end up always going to the to the um, to the upper heads. You see what I'm saying? Uh, what was it? The president of the Salvation Army. When I read this article years ago, he was making like five hundred thousand dollars a year, almost five hundred thousand dollars a year. Okay. The Salvation Army, I mean, they make their money off of federal funds and off of donations. You see what I'm saying? And then paying them people $21 and $25 a week for 40 hours and they can't 
get employment nowhere else. That is straight up slavery. That's past slavery. That's that's some terrible behind stuff. I hope these people uh, win this lawsuit. I really hope they do. And anybody else that ever worked for the Salvation Army that had to go through those conditions, I really hope that they're able to get some money in it too as well. I mean, the South, this is just, you know, my knowledge of it. The Salvation Army has been getting people for many years, and I'm quite sure when the program, whoever started the program, when they set out as many, they had uh, great ambitions to actually help people in a better way. But this right here, this is ridiculous. I don't care if those people are on uh, drugs, if they homeless, I don't care what it, whatever the situation is. You don't do nothing like that. Pay nobody no twenty, twenty, twenty one dollars and twenty five dollars a doggone week. They can't do nothing with that. Shoot, between these got doggone gas prices and stuff like that, what you gonna do? Buy you a soda and a bag of chips? Okay, with that there. I mean seriously. I mean that's crazy. But I know like for me, certain charities, I personally, um. I personally don't give to a lot of them because you, you just don't know if it's actually going to the people that they're saying they're going to give it to, you know, which nowadays it seems like it should be easier to prove it. And a lot of times it is for, I guess, more like smaller charities. And I seen like, like, like this is one charity. They go to different parts of the country in countries in third world countries. Right. And they drill for um, for water so they can have clean water. Now, I believe in that charity. I actually donated to that charity before, if I'm not mistaken. And I think I did, but I don't know if I didn't. I, I don't know. I, I don't know, but I know I will donate to them. I know that one. Cause, yeah, because I got to do two charities this year, ain't it? So I will make sure I um, donate to that charity. And I read up on that charity for like years straight, right? Or whatever, because I remember at the time, like the minimum donation. Well, you could have donated anything, but the but the minimum requirement was like twenty five dollars. And this dude here, he was like a actor or something like that, or whatever. Um, and uh, he was out there, uh, kind of out there in the world or whatever. And for somehow, some way, he was able to turn it around and um, find his balance. So that's what he do. That's what he started doing was. Um, putting clean water in third world countries and it's not just in one sector it's all over he says that his mission is to put it everywhere that needs clean water you know so it's not just india it's not just africa it's not just you know it's it's everywhere that he can do it and he has been doing it too he to build a lot of wells and then that's like that senator um I think he's a senator. What his name is? Beasley. Now, I did see where he um, had donations that was donated to his charity or the charity that he works for. And um, he had an airplane. He went over there with the plane, okay? And they was making drops of, you know, food and, you know, water and, you know, every, you know, whatever they uh, was donating. But, man, that plane was so full. And they was dropping. They had it on pallets. And they was dropping it out the sky in um, various parts of the world that needed those resources, you know, or whatever. So they went all the way from the United States to those, you know, countries. And they, um, 
and they was able to do that. And then you got like a lot of local people, celebrities, non-celebrities, you know, that, um, that make donations as well. So I feel like this any time when you see somebody and they're actually doing that and they're actually making the donations and actually trying to help out people, man, yeah, I will donate to those charities, I believe, and stuff like that. I would rather donate to those more so than certain churches, not trying to be funny, to certain, more so than certain churches, because nowadays, for me personally, it just seems like the churches is not in the communities like how it used to be. And the communities is not in the churches. Like how it used to be. But when you see someone um, making donations or doing, you know, drives and stuff like that to help people out. Yeah, those are good people to donate to. I don't care if they, whatever it is, you know, that's like uh, Jay Prince. He just had that food drive a couple months ago and it was a whole lot of stuff. You know what I'm saying? And then like when the whole thing went down, when the freeze, what was it last year? And all those people came together and they was doing so much stuff um, out there. Like it was a lot of them. Okay. And um, like, just like, and, and, and anywhere else, you see what I'm saying? And anywhere else, like all the doggone people that went down there to support Katrina that supported, you know, Sandy Run that supported, you know, it's so many disasters that has happened, you know what I'm saying? And then you got places like the Red Cross and FEMA. I don't know, they say FEMA can be a BITCA, China, but, you know, just other, um, other organizations that actually actually um help from what i what i have seen you know i'm i'm with that 100 percent. i respect that all day any day okay i mean shoot you can't beat that but yeah organizations like that i i have no problem with donating to but with that salvation army that ain't nothing new they've been doing that stuff for years Oh, and I can't forget Atlanta and every other doggone country and state that does it well. That does it as well because I know a lot of people do turkey drives. I know a lot of people do back to school drives. You know, I know a lot of people just do. Um, some people they um build apartments and they got programs for single mothers or single people to actually be able to have home ownership you know what i'm saying um in various states you know what i'm saying man there's so much stuff that people do that we don't know i wouldn't care if them people are selling t-shirts i would support them people like seriously i wouldn't care if those people were selling a dog on if they sell me <laughs> i wouldn't care if they sell me a bottle of water that's fine with me because I mean, they ain't got to, they ain't got to spend all their money into you know doing that. There, that's common sense. But at the end of the day, for somebody to take time out of their day, out of their life, and give back, man, those people are truly special. Last night when I was in the, um on the phone, I was in Bible study, and um they were saying um the uh, Reverend Tyrone, he was saying you know meet people where they are in life that's what he said last night and the crazy thing about it in my book i actually wrote and and my book came out january but i had wrote my book last year right the crazy thing about it i in my book i said um i said to meet someone where they are where they are in life i think i think this may not be worded 
correctly, right? <laughs> but in my book, um, I said to meet someone where they are in life, that just shows the God in us or in you. You see what I'm saying? And and that's how I feel. That's that's a God honest truth. Regardless of somebody's situation, if you can sit up there and you see someone that's homeless or that has less than you and you still treat them as if they are an executive or or your brother or your sister or your cousin, you know what I'm saying, or whatever, that just shows the God in you because you don't treat people like they're less than you. So anybody that does give back and that does do anything and not just talking, I love you. And if ain't nobody else told you that they love you and they appreciate you, I appreciate you. We need more people like you, you know, salute to you. Anyway, this is K-Knowledge of Preservation Away. Thank you.